T Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of ET Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my two brothers, the only man to ever sniff the inside of Master Chief's uniform, Mr. DJ. And I gotta tell you, he smells like raspberries. Nice. Right? That's exactly what I'd expect John to smell. Like. <laughs> John, what's his number? John what? 117. John 117? Fucking Maybe. blood. Yeah. I gotta find out his body wash, I'm telling you. John awesome. Sierra Outfit 117. Yes, that's that's Master Chief. I was never really a big Halo fan, dude. Like, I liked it, but I'm I wasn't like... I'm a huge Halo fan. I know you are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked it, but honestly, after the... Yeah, I mean, after the third one, it was like, okay, you know, it's over. The story's told. He's like, literally, you know, fucking off in space. You know, that's it. And then <laughs> when four happened, it's like, oh my god, okay, I'm done. And my other brother, who has the the phrase mischief managed tattooed somewhere on his body, Mr. Mustard himself. You'll never see it. <laughs> Not legally. <laughs> you know, I've always wondered what that meant, you know? What, mischief like, managed? Or like the other saying, like I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so fucking cool to think about, you know? I don't know. I'm not allowed to have an opinion. Oh. (laughs) As long as you know your place, dead man. Exactly. Fuck you. Fuck you. Now now you you walked into that one, so. (laughs) Now you done done it. Fuck you. Hey, as long as you make any bold fucking claims. (laughs) Have you been working on on the socials to get us more followers? No. Like I said, you should just read the books to read the books, bro. But you know what? That's a, that's a good challenge. We need to, we need to, guys. If you're listening, go check out the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash VT Network. Yep. Get this hassle to read the books. We need it. Even if it's a dollar a month, dude. Even if it's a dollar a month, right? You don't care. No, no I don't care. Patreon. Ten patrons. We have eight right now. We literally have fucking eight. I'm gonna make an account just to pay a dollar a month to myself. So you can read it. <laughs> no, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. It does count. No, it doesn't. It does count. It does if that count. number goes up to nine, it counts. <laughs> oh, no, it doesn't count. You can, you can. DJ, we got to get in on this, bro. You want to... <laughs> Shut the fuck okay. up. Right, I'll pay myself. I'll pay myself exactly. to make this happen. Fuck you guys. To get dead men to read the fucking books for fuck's sakes, yes. Anyways, what have you guys been up to? What have you guys been playing? <laughs> what have you guys been watching? Because I'll tell you, I've been, I've been having some adventures. Yeah, I got news too, actually. All right, go ahead. Me? Okay, yeah. well... I got dark matter in zombies. I'm really proud of that. I don't know about you guys, but I literally grinded for like five days straight playing zombies in, in Cold War, and I got the dark ether camo, and it looks amazing. Like, it took a lot of my time. Okay, it took a lot of my time. A lot of my. Anyways, um, other than that, I um I successfully completed the atomic purple Joy-Con replacement, and uh, that I was talking about last week. Right. And um, it looks great. I'm I'm happy to say that the, it went through flawlessly. And my buttons are even more clicky now because the screws are tightened down. Listen to this shit. <laughs> That's clicky as fuck, dude. So <laughs> that went nice. I've been unlocking a shit ton of characters in Super Smash Brothers. And um, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Remember, remember, the emperor's new groove. Where he's like, "Look, my tooth is loose, and I can do this." 
It's like, yeah. That's awesome, man. I'm glad you're finally using your Switch more now that you've customized and put money into it. Yeah, dude. It's awesome. Well, no, I mean, yeah. I, I just didn't like the light. I didn't like the light. Didn't like how it felt. I didn't like the lack of uh, features. I didn't like how it was so small in my hands. Like it got my hands got very cramped playing that thing. You know. I'm, well, and, to be uh, fair, we're giants. Like all three of us in this yeah. call are giants. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that that was not going to work. And um, I'm really enjoying the switch, dude. So like I was telling you guys before this call, I just got some used Joy Cons. Probably going to do another shell swap, another joystick replacement, just for fun. Yeah. Not bad. Excited. That it? Yeah, that's it for me. Uh, DJ? Let's see. First, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk. We're playing the crap out of that. I mean, Glitch and City USA. What did, you, what, did you, what did you get it on? What did you get it on? Your your Xbox? Your, PS, your PC? What? PC. No, I, I got... No, no, no. PS4. Well, I, I knew... betrayed you. How you kid? Dude, I, I was never one for one platform. You know that. But Must, no, like Mustard, I knew... how do you feel that he's betrayed you now? What the heck? I just feel sorry for him because that game on PS4 has been literally the worst thing to report, like ever. I don't know. Actually, he's abandoned you and your PC brethren. Can you believe this? Well, well I don't even. Know. Anyway, no, like that's yeah. part true, but actually partly not true. Like I, w- I would get into it, but we have like a whole section based off Cyberpunk and. I have a lot to talk about when it comes to that. Not just in the game, but also like like all the drama surrounding outside of it. Um and, and also I have uh I bought two new games. One is, you know, on sale, so I got a uh, Death Stranding. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. He's just he's just driving that knife into your back more and more, mustard. How do you feel right now? I don't care. <laughs> he can do what he wants. That's good. Just get it over with. Yeah. He can do and uh, I mean, no, I mean, I, I mean, I was meaning to play, and I and I, and I will. And I also bought uh, Star Wars Death, uh, Star Wars Squadrons. Nice. Yes. Yep. So I'm done with Cyberpunk. I'll be playing those games. You know, I, I tried to I tried to replay Fallen Order. But I guess they updated it, and it was like, start your new game plus. And I was like, yes! Going to have all my abilities unlocked, all the all the lightsabers unlocked, and then start from the beginning of the game. No, like, no, new game plus to them is you have all your cosmetics unlocked. That's it. The hell? I was like, no thanks. No thanks. Do you guys come up with something better? I'm putting this game back on the shelf. Uh, I did beat Super Metroid in less than four hours. Um... I beat Punch Out, Mike Tyson's Punch Out in the original NES, and then I beat Super Punch Out. <laughs> oh yeah, huh, that's right. What Super Punch Out? Wait, wait, wait! It took you this long to beat Mike Tyson's Punch Out? No, dude, I've done it several times in my life. I just did it this week. You know, I can't oh. get past Mike Tyson. I never have been able to. I've always given up. The last time I played that, I was like eight years old. So, but. You have, yeah, the yeah, I mean, you have the online thing. You should you should try. What's the strat? What's the strat for Mike Tyson though? Panic. DJ, Yeah, no, like you're not wrong. Like the thing is that Mike Tyson, he has this weird. He he has this one shot, 
that's like that's completely random. Yeah, and it when one, you and hit one you with KOs it. you. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of yeah. times you just gotta like freaking pray. He, you know, you can dodge that. You know, dodge that sucker because. Yeah. But I mean, it's possible to beat him, but he will make you work for it. Yeah. So yeah, nothing, nothing on beating Super Metroid in less than four hours. It's an SNES game, right? Yeah. Well, congratulations. You know, yeah, I mean that 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 that'd be impressive in the nineties. Exactly. <laughs> you know how long it's been since I played that game? <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, no, I mean to be fair, to be fair, I mean, you know, I mean it, it is rather impressive, but you know, I would have been a Metro fanatic back in the day, so. There's people that pass the game like in 28 minutes, probably. So. No, no, there's no fucking. The shortest amount of time you can beat uh, Metroid, the first one, was 42 minutes. Yeah, and that's a, and everyone wanted to do that back in the day because <laughs> you got to see Samus in that swimsuit. Yeah, and the cool, the closest you can do that with this one, I think, is what 60 or 80 minutes, DJ, for Super <laughs> Metroid. Yeah, like, golly, if you scrunch it, like an hour and a half. Yeah. Cause... But, dang, you, you have to know everything. You can't make mistakes. You got to know those maps inside and out. Yeah, and that's, like, the issue. Like, those maps are super fucking complicated. And yeah, they really are. One wrong turn, and, and, and you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I um, I actually, I actually just started Doom. You guys reminded me of Doom, because of that shit, like you have to like know the maps and not fuck up. Because that game is so relentless. I've played through it already, and that game is still hard. It sucks. So Super Metroid, the speed run, literally the speed run. Yeah. Uh, with doing nothing, literally just the basic essentials, is forty-two minutes. Nice. Same as the one mm. from the the same as the one from the NES. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That, you know what that makes sense if you like just like the barest essentials. But no, I'm sorry, dude. I gotta get some shit. You know? Yeah, so no. Less, I'm not good enough. Hours. That's nice, dude. I'm not good yeah. enough to fucking. <laughs> I'm not good enough to go after Ridley and all them with like no energy tanks or reserve tanks or anything else. Yeah, same here. Fuck that. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> True. Plus, like honestly, like there was there was times I got the suits or I got something like an upgrade, and I was like, "What the fuck does this do again? Can I? Oh, this is what I needed, right?" <laughs> um. Anyways, um, I've also been watching more of the Animaniacs, and I've been watching. Uh... God, what movie did I watch the other day? It wasn't good. It sucked. Anyways, moving on. Uh, oh, how far you get on Animaniacs? Uh, third episode, the one with the uh, where they're making fun of Wayne Lapierre. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree with Dottie on that one. It's like we're no longer doing some some veiled, veiled expressions of comedy. That one was, eh. like, if you don't know who like Wayne Lapierre is, he was the president of the NRA for years. Guy's a piece of shit. And for all the for all the reasons you think, not not has nothing to do with your political beliefs or what you believe uh, regarding firearms. The guy is literally just a piece of shit. He's he, he stole from people, racketeering, so on and so forth. So fuck that guy. And that that episode wasn't their strongest, honestly. 
I was like, that was a low point. No, no. <clears throat> just wait. Wow. Just continue on. Just wait. It's like one episode you're probably either going to like or you're going to hate. <laughs> and it has to do with all the, uh, the, uh, you know, the, all the extra characters around. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I, saw, I saw the one where they were making fun of Arnold as an Olympian, and that was kind of funny. I love that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he, they, he appears again. Just wait, dude. He's even more funny in that episode. I mean, he's they like, made this a, guy is just nuts. They made a six 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 joke. On fucking... I was, yeah, I was shocked. I was like, what? Did...? And they let brain drop hell in the middle of a show. I was like, wow, these guys really are knowing their audience, like knowing where who where they're shooting for now. It's pretty impressive. But yeah, th- this whole. This whole gun control one, I was like, that was a weak one. That one wasn't very good. Not, not once again, just not because of what I believe or what anybody else believes. Like beliefs aside, honestly, the writing in it was just like they were they were aiming for an allegory and they fell short really badly. At least in my opinion, DJ, what do you think? Yeah, I mean. And they do that like a few times where it's like, you know what they're going for, but this is like, no, no, it, it just doesn't work for you. Yeah, it doesn't work. No, it's disappointing. But with all That's that fucking... Facts, bro. It, it does, yeah. though. It does, though. Like, for for having That's like this, this... Yeah, this show come back after all these years, like, that is really <clears throat> disappointing. But let's start the goddamn show. Mainly because I want to hear Mustard scream. The Game Awards happened in Los Angeles, London, and Tokyo on the 10th of December. And after all these wonderful presenters and everything else came out, let's find out just a quick recap of who came out on top. Oh, I know. I already know. Shut up. How about that? Game of the Year. No, I already know. Was The Last of Us Part 2. God, that was such bullshit. Stupid fucking game. Animal Crossing, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Shushima. How? Ghost of Tsushima and Hades Brett, all lost. Animals Crossing is literally making people millions of dollars. How did that lose? Uh, Last well, well, yeah. Okay, look. Uh, when it comes to sales, it's like just because a game like sells the most doesn't mean it's gonna become uh, gonna become game of the year. If that was the case, Call of Duty would have been game of the year every year. Well, <laughs> yeah. except for uh, are you are you fucking kidding me? Direction. The game, the game yeah, that makes that was... people talk the most is the one that is the one that's going to get the biggest headlines. Last of Us got right, it because you know what, you know what, that's you know what, and I do respect that because uh, you know at, at the end of the day, video games are art, and yes. art that gets a reaction out of you is good art, no matter what the reaction is. And I do yep. agree with that. No matter what my fucking opinion is, fuck me, I'm an idiot. I'm mad, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Good for that. It doesn't matter. Good for them. I'm happy. I guess. No, 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 no! You can be upset about it, and that's perfectly yeah, fine. Yeah, I am upset. Honestly, I am yeah. I'm not. I don't mind for one big fucking reason. Had Final Fantasy VII won, I would have set a town on fire. <laughs> Why? God, I'm I'm tired. I'm sick and I'm sick and fucking. I'm done with Final Fantasy VII. Been Bro, dealing with this shit for twenty that we years. All wanted. Did no, you see that? No, it was a Did remake. We all that? wanted a P- PlayStation Three days. Done. <laughs> No. Yeah, yeah, he's right about that. No, dude, is no, you're wrong, bro. You're wrong. Shut up, man. It's the one that we all days, wanted, bro. It's it's we all wanted it. Dude. Game direction. The last of us part two. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. The only about Final Fantasy VII that I'm wondering is that 
they say like the game they're only going to make three games out of the series, and honestly, I think that's BS because when you look at the remake and, and the length of it, the remake only covered the first third of the first disc, yeah, and that's three discs. There's no way you're going to condense this into three. Uh, like, if they're expanding as much as they did with the remake, there's no way they're going to be able to cover this story in just three uh, just three installments. No, they're going to go for four or five. There has to be. A minimum of four, and even that's stretching it. At some fucking point, it's just it's like, like it has now. It's gotten redundant, and I hate it. So let's get back on track here. The game direction winner of the year is The Last of Us Part Two, Most anticipated game... <laughs> was between Halo Infinite, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War sequel. I love how they don't even have a proper name for it. It's just God of War sequel. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's the next one. Resident Evil Village, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel. (laughs) And Elden Ring. There's a a Breath of the Wild sequel? Yeah. Yeah, they're making one. Breath of the Wild was so popular. Is it going to be for Switch though, or is it going to be for the next gen? Switch, there is no next gen. Yeah, no, it's 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 Nintendo, so it'll be Switch. Oh, there's the next gen, dude. Trust no, there me. Isn't. Elden there Ring is. won that one. Best narrative I don't, of know, the year. I don't know. Like, have, have, does huh? has anyone here seen any more information about Elden Ring besides that pre-rendered debut trailer? No, nope. not since the fucking 2004 graphics one. No, <laughs> nope. hey, I, seen shit. I guess I guess George Martin's name still carries a tremendous amount of weight if it wins without even showing any proper. Uh, we even know what's a freaking about what. The- I mean, here, God of War sequel. We have an idea. Yeah, I, was about, I was about to say. I was about to say here. I'll, I'll break this down for you. Which one of these games don't you know that's going to play like? Exactly. Uh, Every single fucking Horizon one. Forbidden West. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one of these fucking games, you know, there's a formula to them, and you know they're going to follow the formula. The only one that's an outstander is Elden Ring. And slapping R.R. Martin's name on it is an extra bonus. Mm. You know, I would agree with you, but you are who you are. <laughs> so I'm going to say no. <laughs> Fuck you. So the best narrative <laughs> of the year goes to The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, art direction, Ghost of Tsushima. And honestly, if art direction hadn't gone to Tsushima, that would have been a travesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like the only other game that I could see Art Direction going to is honestly Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Yeah, I know. The Last of Us Part Two. I agree, TJ. Uh, oh fuck that! Score and music goes to Final Fantasy. I, I love this. I love that it's it's been relegated to score and music. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII remake. Real? I mean, it's good, but I still think Ori and the Will and the Wisp would have won the soundtrack. That soundtrack is incredible. Doom Eternal. <clears throat> Doom Eternal. Well, that's hardcore. Um, no. Audio design goes to The Last of Us Part Two. I, I think that should have been. And you know what? No, yeah, I think, I, think, I, no. I think Doom Eternal should have won that one. Fuck no, dude. You guys are fucking. You guys like being deaf? Yes. Yeah. That game is just <laughs> fucking. Dude, we're eighties. We're eighties kids. No, we're nineties kids. No, like, no, that, no, that's no, the music no, we grew up no, with. No. Yeah, listen, bro. Listen. The whole goddamn game. The whole goddamn the entire 
game, even during the cutscenes, even 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 during the menus, the fucking the fucking bathroom scenes, bro. Literally, the music was literally just going. Like I'm just I'm just getting thrash metal in my ear yeah. the entire time, and like yeah, I did, yeah, I did get pick tired of it eventually. I'm like, you know, can, can that's because you're weak. Some, can I kill some demons? <laughs> some smooth jazz. Can I can I kill <laughs> Yeah, you can. Movie. It's called The Last of Us Part Two. Go go play it. That's not demons. That's just I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not gonna joke about that game because I might get canceled. I'm not gonna do it. No. Uh the best performance from a voice actor was between Laura Bailey, Abby, The Last of Us, Ashley Johnson, Ellie, The Last of Us, Daisuke Suji, Jin, Ghost of Shushim. Ghost of Tsushima. That's hard to say. Logan Cunningham, Hades, uh, Naji Jeterm, uh, Miles Morales, uh, Miles Morales, and that one went to Abby from The Last of Us Part Two, Laura Bailey, and that one, that whole, that whole thing was littered in controversy. This whole thing right here, like in, in the yeah. voice acting world, there was a lot of controversy regarding this. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, there was. A lot of people <gasps> were pissed that it didn't go to Ashley Johnson, and I stand by what I said earlier. If the performance made you feel something, they deserve to the win. Hmm. Yep. I, to, I don't know. I had to take a shit, but it... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. God damn, DJ. <laughs> Okay, sure. Uh, moving on. Uh, games for Impact, which is a category I really didn't understand. Did you understand it, DJ? No. I didn't either. I think it's just one of those nonsensical rewards, like, okay, and the rest. Have Yeah, <laughs> here, have a trophy. Uh, tell me why <laughs> was the winner of that one. The best ongoing game. That was about right. Tell bullshit. me why this reward exists. As would say, you guys ever played that shit? Uh, so, the best ongoing game, and this is bullshit, I call bullshit, uh, No Man's Sky 1 against Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Call of Duty, Fortnite, and, Call of Duty Warzone, and Fortnite. Uh, might as well be Call of Duty, Fortnite, but, I can't believe I'm gonna say this, and, let's hear it. I don't wanna hear a fucking word from either one of you dickheads. Best game. Best ongoing game should have gone to Destiny 2. <laughs> I thought he was going to oh. say Fortnite. I thought he was going to say Fortnite. Oh I my. admit, I I kind of agree because I didn't think he was going to give Destiny any type yeah, of... I didn't uh, think he you. was going to do that. I thought he was going to say Fortnite. Straight yeah. up. No, in all reality, <laughs> best ongoing game should have gone to Destiny 2. And I can sum it up in a couple of parts here. One of them, the constant updates, the... Uh, expansion of everything that they have been even though it's been shit their community has not stopped not only has their community not stopped their developers haven't abandoned their community like we all said they would we were wrong on that one and honestly it's one of the it's one of the best ongoing uh communities that there is out there and one of the least toxic ones my feelings about the game and the story aside destiny 2 has been one of the more shining examples in the last five to ten years of a good video game community. Hmm. Hold on, I think you're gonna have to pick up DJ. He's having a seizure from that. 
Oh, dude, it's freaking bliss, and this is recorded on record. This is on record. I, I still yeah, hate and, the fucking game. I still think now, the game is shit, but whatever. And now to die happy. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Uh, <laughs> Just be a ghost on and he's like, admit destiny feels good in some way. I already did. Fuck off to the afterlife. <laughs> God damn, I don't even believe in ghosts. <laughs> Hey. Hey. Well, too, well, too bad you're getting hot by one. God damn it. Well, you're going to watch me do stuff you're going to never want to see again. Anyways. <laughs> Best indie game goes to Hades, beating Carrion Fall Guys, Spelunky 2, and Spiritfarer. Spiritfarer is awesome. I didn't... Yeah, I admit, I'm no, now I'm curious about playing Hades. I mean, it'd yeah, be me Carry On. It'd be Carrion and Spiritfarer. And Spiritfarer is one of those fucking games. You know? So, yeah, I'm curious. I'm probably going to check it out. Oh, yeah, that's. Yeah. I started playing Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I forgot to mention that. I was kind of, I kind of oh, forgot dude, about that. Good. I play it on stream every once in a while. Well, I mean, I I need to finish it actually. I'm like halfway through it. Yeah, dude, it's like good, the right? first ten minutes of that, I was like, "We just started, bro. <laughs> we <laughs> just got here." Yeah, it's pretty dark. It's pretty fucked up. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> Even the first one gave you like a little bit of like no, niceness no, before. <laughs> I play. I'm playing the first one. I'm playing the first game. Ori in the will. Like, why? You, why am I crying in the <laughs> The forest. Something of the forest. Whatever. The first one. The, I was just like, we just fucking started this game, bro. You're gonna hit me with this? That's not fair. It's not fair. It really isn't. Anyways, getting back to this debut indie game was Phasmophobia. Mobile game, of course, goes to Among Us. Community support goes to Fall Guys. VR AR game goes to Half Life Alex beating out Squadrons, <sighs> and Marvel's Iron Man VR, which I've heard nothing but problems about. Yeah, uh, innovation and accessibility goes to The Last Yikes. of Us Part Two. Yikes! Well, you know what? Against all those, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the other, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The other one yeah, that's going against, against was. Watchdogs, Hyperdot, Grounded, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, you know, if it wasn't for all the problems of Legion, I probably would have gave it to Legion. You know, mm -hmm. be able to recruit pretty much anyone you want. Mm -hmm. So two shitty games and two alphas. The problems with the problems with Legion are numerous. It's once again a bait and switch yeah. game. Yeah, Ubisoft. Good grief. The best action game goes to Hades, which I call bullshit on because it beat out Doom Eternal. I'm like, Doom Eternal is nothing <laughs> but action. What the hell do you people want? That's true. That's true. Literally, you, you, you shoot a hole in Mars. What else do you want? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you, you fucking shoot a hole in Mars. <laughs> I'm going to make you drop your Applebee's. Let's see. Uh... <laughs> Uh, best action adventure game goes to The Last of Us Part Two. Um, no, Miles Morales should have won that one. Fallen Order should have been also on that list. Yeah, I honestly thought Fallen Order was going to, uh, you know, be it. But that's honestly when they, when they released this one. That's when I started getting suspicious. I was like, The Last of Us Part Two beat Star Wars: The Fallen Order. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Best RPG, uh, Final Fantasy VII. 
you you compare them, but the rest of these aren't even RPGs. It's not fair. No, Wasteland Three is. No, it's not. That is I that know. is a role. That is a role. Um. Uh, uh what's it called? An RTS, dude. Real time strategy. Uh, wait yeah. for your turn. Shit. Like none none yeah. of this is none of this is fucking none of those are RPGs. They <laughs> they fed them jobbers to get them <laughs> the fucking championship. That's bullshit. <laughs> mm. Uh, best fighting game goes to MK11 Ultimate, Paul Mattingly's favorite game. And honestly, yeah. 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 yeah literally, yeah. rest uh, of these suck. So. Have you, have you played Street Fighter V? Uh, yeah, I played the base version. God, yeah, it was fucking terrible. And the One Punch Man, no, a hero nobody knows, was also terrible. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, best family game, of course. Mustard, say it. Animal Crossing, dude. An- there is no surprise there. Animal Crossing: New Horizons. That game's cute as shit, <laughs> right? It, it is. It is. It is. Crash Bandicoot, Fall Guys, Mario Kart Live, Minecraft Dungeons, and Paper Mario all lost, rightfully so. Yeah, yeah fuck those guys. All right. Let's yeah, Mario Kart right. Live. Interesting concept, but. That's bad, gonna piss off a lot of parents. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Okay. This is not. This is not a surprise to anybody. Best sim strategy game goes to Microsoft Flight Simulator. The it's a B. I can't believe. I can't believe they lump sim and strategy in the same. God melts damn. GPUs. Well, because these are the only ones that came out for the sim strategy category in 2019 and 2020. Yeah, That's literally it. though. And XCOM. XCOM hasn't been good for years. I said it. Fight me. <clears throat> Uh, this is the one that tickled me pink. <laughs> the best sports racing game goes to Tony Hawk's <laughs> Pro Skater 1 and 2. Yeah, baby! Dude! Wait, dude fuck yeah. is a sport. What the hell? Uh, beat out Dirt 5, F1, FIFA, and NBA. Tony will rip. Tony won. I love it. All I need to know. That's all I need to know. Uh, let's see. Best multiplayer game goes to Among Us, beating out Makes Animal sense. Crossings, Call of Duty, Fall Guys, yeah, and Valorant. Dude, that pissed off a lot of people, actually. But you know what? Really? I, oh, yeah, it did. Why is that? Yeah. Look at the look at the list. You have Warzone, fucking Fall Guys, and Valorant. Those are really big players. Animal Crossing as a multiplayer game is it's all right, but like the other three though. Not even Fall Guys that much, just Warzone and Valorant. Those are two really big fucking games, and for Among Us to beat them out was a really big deal because Among Us' development team, only like five people. That's it. Yeah, it's like three people. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. They were like all there, and uh, like they were like crying and stuff because they won like three different awards, I think. Like they won the most out of everybody. Yeah. But uh, honestly, with Warzone being hacker filled, Valorant being. Honestly, just so unbalanced. And Fall Guys also being full of hackers. Like, it just... It comes down to Among Us and Animal Crossing. (laughs) And Among Us wins. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, because like I said, Animal Crossing as a a multiplayer game is very meh. Yeah. Uh, Content creator of the year was Valkyrie. Esports athlete was Showmaker. Uh, esports coach was Zonic. Esports event was League of Legends World Championship. 
Dude, the LOL world champion. The LOL esports <laughs> game was League of Legends. Oh my god, League of Legends. Esports host was Skoge. And esports team was G2 Esports. Wow. Oh. They finally won. Finally. Nice. Those guys are oh, awesome. So they, but they did, they didn't list the uh, the player's choice award award. I didn't see it. <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. But basically, for you people who don't know, the, the 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 player's choice, or no, I'm sorry, it's called the player's voice this year for some freaking reason. But the player's voice award, which means like you know the players, the people who actually buy the game and enjoy the game, not these journalists. You know that. You know, but the winner of that was Ghost of Toshima. Yeah, you know, you know, which is freaking telling. And yeah, that's uh, that's Ghost of Tsushima, and um, honestly, good for them because Tsushima was huge. It really was. It's like it reminds me of uh, uh what's that one director who made all those samurai movies? Kurosawa. I kid, Kurosawa. Yeah, was that him? Yeah, like holy, sh- yeah, like dude, watch those movies. It's like if you're a Sing fan of all. those type of movies. <laughs> Dude, Ko- Ghost of Tsushima is like, or Tsushima is like, really is like right up your alley. It even has a Kurosawa mode. Oh, I, I don't, I don't know if you knew that. It, it has a Kurosawa mode. Well, holy shit! So uh, we spent a little bit of time on this. We're gonna look at previews, I guess, in the post show of uh, the games that we want to look at. So stay tuned for that. For now, it's time to unleash mm-hmm. the Kraken, DJ. Take it away. <laughs> Oh, yes, Cyber Twunk. Cy- uh, twunk. Cyber Twunk. Twenty seventy seven. Cyber Twunk. That's the name. That's the name. Cyber Twunk. Oh. Yes, boy. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look. Yeah. If this bec- if that becomes a meme, do not reference me. Do not say where it, where it originally came from. Cyber Twunk. <laughs> I like 20- CD Projekt Red, and I don't know them. The- I don't want them to know it was me. I'm emailing this episode to them directly. That's right. Cyber Twunk 2077. <laughs> oh, dang. Okay. So, Cyberpunk. <clears throat> Punk. <laughs> Cyber. Oh, okay. Yeah. This game. <laughs> Read it. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Cyberpunk 2077 is unplayable <laughs> on PS4 and Xbox One, which is not true. Is not really true. And fans are outraged, which is absolutely true, depending on which, far, which where on the spectrum you fall under. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I don't think I need this article. Mm-mm. Cyberpunk 2077 is here at long last, but the game is near unplayable on PS4 and Xbox One. Not true, because I've been playing on, on PS4. After almost a decade of development, Cyberpunk 2077 is released to mixed reception, which is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Some are praising the game for its world-building story and graphics, but others complain that the heavily anticipated title failed to live up to expectations. In fact, Cyberpunk 2077 uh, launch may have been one of the most controversial releases in years, even those on high-end PC, which is true, yeah, which is, oh, crap. With the latest hardware and struggling to uh, to run the game, and the futuristic world is plagued by bugs, regardless of platform. <laughs> yes, indeed. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. 
Wow. Like, like I said, I don't, dude, I don't need this article to freaking talk about it. It's uh, the golfing. This is this is background for you, dude. Go ahead and talk about it. Okay. Now, dang, which part should I even get to first? Okay. Yeah, there is th- this game. This thing, this game is literally tailor made for the PC. Like, you know, you could tell like it was made for the PC. This probably should have been a PC exclusive, PC slash next gen, or I guess we could call it current gen. You know, Xbox One S, One X, Series X. Yeah, we can and, call it uh, current gen. Yeah, well, yeah, okay for current gen, and and for PC. The thing is, is that this game, like, it's ambitious. Like, it's it's fun. It really is, but there are a lot of issues. Texture pops in. Uh, it could cause seizures. Like there was like this whole story where this uh, one one woman actually reported that warning: this will this will cause seizure if you're if you're prone to that kind of thing. Wow. And she's and she's right. There's like this one scene where you have to put on like this uh, this uh, headset and like it's like literally two flashing lights, literally like flashing like in front of your face for, for about a good like five to ten seconds. As you're going into this fucking, uh, you know, computer program, and and the thing is, is that and people were so ravenously loyal towards this game, they attacked her like you, yeah, and yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah, wait, what? Like, like you, like you were like you, dude. You were you were talking this game up hyped. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna I, lie, I, I but I'm kind of excited, but I'm not like hyped. You know, like <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, dude, like I glad I, I admitted. I mean, I was, you know, but I'm not. But I always give people credit where it's due, and I also point out problems. And Must, uh, mustard once was like, I don't know about this, and you were like, fuck your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> Word for word, but <laughs> word for word. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what these people would do to her is that they would send her, I don't know, those gifs or gifs to her with uh, with with flashing lights attached to them, trying to cause her to have a seizure. Wow, that's fucked up. Yeah, it really was. And but you know, but but she took it. She's like, no, it's like you know, despite you know your. Uh, you know, rat. You know, you know your, uh, you know, you know your obsession with it. It's like no, like this thing is still a problem, and Cyberpunk needs to address it. They need to give out a proper warning. And you know, CD Projekt Red, who are you know, who are cool guys. You know, they did give out the warning, and uh, yeah, they did. And you know, and that whole issue is coming. But you know, the, the, the whole thing is uh, this is literally one of those games where because you know we talk about frame rates and like you know like they're not really that necessary. This is one of those games where you do want as many frames as possible. <laughs> you know, like you know, and I wish I was joking, but no, you do because there are there's so many assets in this game, and oh, wow. yeah, and depending on where you are in the city and what time of day it is, there's like like there, there's like literally random people in the street having like whole like full conversations. There are like yeah, there's like a lot in there, and truth be told, like yeah, you want frames to make things run smoothly. You literally want it as high as possible, you know, as you possibly can. Like this game, and, oh, and like right now, and until they get the patch going, if you're having problems with with, uh, <laughs> with PC, dump your ray tracing. Because you know there there were reports on here like I have a like on PC I have a three eighty RT three eighty and I'm only getting like twenty frames per second. 
you know, I got like, like all like all this stuff, like you know, because like these people, like they're uh, like. I mean, uh, yeah, you have to have DLSS on to get good frames. Yeah, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like, yeah, and, and they're, they're like, you know, like I'm like I have a, like a you know, PC. I've been trying to you know like as, you know trying to get like 4K and like uh you know like you know like all this stuff. I'm only getting like these low frames per second, and I'm like, and like me and a bunch of other people like, just just say like, you know what, cut ray tracing for now. You know, you know, it's like you know they haven't passion to make that optimal yet. Well, the uh, huh? What's up? Well, like we said earlier, and we said before in the show, this is a generation that's going to make or break ray tracing. Yeah, you know, it's it's true, but this is actually I'm more than that. Cyber- good, yeah. yeah. Cyberpunk is actually in a peculiar, uh, uh, a very curious position right now because the thing is, like, while there's a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. For PC players getting it to work, they're finding that sweet spot now. They're finding that sweet spot, and now you know they're playing like, "Oh, look at this greatness!" And my God, if like is, this is one of the few forms where the PC master race is like literally, it's like a freaking tidal wave with the shit. Okay, but that's the thing, like, like about ray tracing is that it, you have to have DLSS on if you want to ray trace. And what DLSS does, is it downgrades the actual overall quality of the resolution to like a step below whatever it is at. And then, but it just renders it differently or some shit. I forgot exactly what it does, but it accesses your SSD and it like literally, um, it skips your system RAM and your like, and it just goes straight to your GPU process. It's weird how it works. Yeah, but, yeah, it really is. But you but have anyway, to have was DLSS on to get good frames while you have ray tracing on. Like, you, if you if you turn DLSS off while you put ray tracing on, you're gonna you're gonna it's not gonna be optimized. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, but they but they're figuring it out in the uh, in the in the PC master race. Man, they're like a full swing. It's like because people on console are like, you know, it's like why is it so trash? Like you know, these PC people's like, you know, you know, go kill yourself, peasant. No one wants you here or some shit like that. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm not far off. I mean, I'm exaggerating a little, but basically that's it. And and the thing is, like on console, if you're playing on console. Truth be told, the minimum you should play it on is the One X. Mm. You know, if you want, if you want yeah. a, an experience that's close to what you've been seeing in the promotional material, that's it. Minimum One X, minimum. The uh... well, yeah, because yeah, it says like here the... that uh, CD Projekt Red refused to <clears throat> um, showcase any PS4 or Xbox One footage. Of course. And, I mean, uh, a lot of people were pissed about that, and it should have been a red flag. And we all agree with it, but DJ was kind of like screaming about this game, so we kind of had to move on every time before he had a seizure. <clears throat> You're damn right, right? You know, but uh, but see, now the thing is, what the thing is, like right now, like I'm like on the PC Master Race console, quote unquote, peasants. See, Cyberpunk is actually in an interesting position right now, and I think this could be like the game that can actually, like, maybe not like close the gap between PC and console, but can actually show that consoles actually are pretty viable. Because both, because uh, the PS5 and the Series X, you know, they're both capable of like up to 120 frames per second, depending on the game. And the thing is, is that everyone is, uh, you know, whining and complaining about it on console, but on on, uh, PS5 and the Series X, it, it, it looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. I mean, it still has its issues, but that, that's universal issues. But it looks great. It's actually comparable. But what they seem to they seem to forget is that what uh, what console play, uh, players are playing on those yeah. are the PS4, Xbox One versions. 
Yeah. You know, the last gen version of the games, you know, they haven't released the optimal PS5 Series X versions of the game. And this is what I'm, you know, this is what I'm actually waiting on because, and I think, see, they say they're going to release it for uh, early next year, but I think they should wait until the summer, <laughs> you know, to, you know, patch shit up and make sure that's like truly agree, optimal. Yeah. Until then, yeah. That's, yeah, you know. And uh, what's interesting is, like, when they release the optimal versions of this game for PS5 and Series X, and, and if it's going to look as good as I think it's going to good, the, the Master Race might not be so master <laughs> as much as they think of in the future. <laughs> <clears throat> well, we'll see about that. Exactly. You know, that's the thing. And this is, like, the one game. This is why it's in a precarious position, because this is made for PC. And, like, there's, like, I have no doubt in my mind this is, like, this was truly made for PC. Because basically what this is, is that this is, like, the crisis, in, uh, the, the crisis incident all over again. You remember that, Dead Man? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and th- this is pretty much, like, if Crisis went to console back in, like, you know, when it first came out. Like, this would be happening. This is what Cyberpunk is. So, right now, Cyberpunk is in that position where this could actually close the gap. Like maybe not close it completely, but definitely, uh, but, but definitely, uh, lessen the, lessen the divide. Something. Like exactly <clears throat> the problem with, well, the problem that happened with, uh, with crisis <clears throat> was that crisis further divided the, the communities. Crisis oh, was yes. like, well, you know, look at us in our, like, like exactly like that fucking cartoon, dude. Oh, now I have fucking FPS and 64 gigs. Like exactly that shit. <laughs> Crisis, yeah. Crisis furthered that divide, where Cyberpunk has the opportunity, unlike other games before, well, like a lot of games before, but you know, CD Projekt Red has always been kind of altruistic, so this might be the first time we see communities come together over a game rather than divide themselves. And CD Projekt Red has that rare, very rare opportunity to do that. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Which is why is which is why I'm very, very curious on how uh, things is gonna go for this game in the future. And as far as like you know all the bugs goes, I actually expected that because people seem to forget. Like, people praise The Witcher Three as one of the greatest games like of all time right now, but they seem to conveniently forget that The Witcher Three was buggy as hell. In the beginning. <clears throat> it was. Yes, it was one of the worst games ever. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was bad. A lot like, of games come out like that. Like, look at look at fucking GTA, bro. Remember, guys, remember that when that first came out? Look at Black oh, Ops. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Black Ops, Black Ops is, is still yeah. fucking going, dude. It's horrible, dude. Black Ops has so many glitches. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I heard that Black Ops Cold War you can actually lose your zombie save. Um, uh, it's it's been restarting my Xbox. So, jeez. Yeah, yeah. it literally crashes his entire system. <laughs> I'm not the only one. You know, like apparently, it crashes it crashes PCs too. So uh, this game has some issues, and it's uh, it's only been out for about a month. Yes, yeah, that's true. So yeah, like so, Cyberpunk. I, I'm, I'm gonna you know try to you know cut this shorter, but yeah, Cyberpunk. If you're on console, if you can get yourself at least a Series S, since they're not selling the uh, the One X anymore. Yeah. So yeah, get you try to get yourself a Series S. You know, it's just more comparable to what we've seen. Uh, and honestly, be patient. Like you waited, eight, like you know, you all waited eight years. You know, what's a few more months? You know, for the true optimal, optimal, I guess, current gen experience. 
And honestly, I hope uh I hope it's uh I hope the current gen optimal experience is like everything is that was uh, honestly promised. Because I expected the bugs. I honestly did. Like I said, Witcher three beginning no said. Right. No, no, I'm sorry for for. for... CD Projekt Red in nearly 15 years of development. That's what I. This is how I feel about it. Check the uh, Discord chat. Hold on. Mm-hmm. <coughs> <laughs> yep. Go ahead, DJ. Yeah, I yep. know. No, <laughs> it's your picture. You say it. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's an office meme where it says corporate wants you to find the difference between these two pictures. And it's uh, Cyberpunk 2077 and Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> and it literally says they're the same picture. Because they are. <laughs> Yellow and everything. Yeah, yeah. the same but, color no, scheme I mean, but, 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 Yeah, no, like, as far as development time and all that stuff. But honestly, but Cyberpunk, no, but the story is excellent, though. Like, the story, you saw a story. Uh, Keanu Reeves, oh, dude, like, that guy's just awesome. In pretty much everything he does now. Yeah, we also and, have a and picture of handgun. Oh, oh my god, I'm dude! Keep it in your pants, dude. <laughs> oh fuck no! We also have <sighs> a picture of uh, of DJ setup in the Discord chat. If you want to take a look at that, DJ. <laughs> uh, don't have a PS Five. <laughs> haven't had one of those TVs in years. So yeah, sorry, pal. Right. <laughs> so. Better luck next time, Dead Man. Better luck next time. <laughs> Moving on, though, because this is not going to be the Cyberpunk 2077 Sucks podcast. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War has apparently been locking people out of the game by the blackout trial bug. And I think what this is, is... Um... <clears throat> it's like a verification thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it says here that uh, war uh, <laughs> Cold War... Received a major update today ahead of its a huge season one content drop, but some Xbox players are suffering from a strange bug that seems to be a holdover from the last gen game of the subseries, Black Ops 4. The blackout trial bug seemingly locks players out of the game despite them owning the full version. This happened to me, actually. Wow, that sucks. I fixed it. Sucks. <laughs> Uh, one user points out that the following that following the update, many players on the social media have reported booting the game to find an error saying that the blackout trial has ended. Yeah, this happened to me. With only only options being to leave the game or buy the full version, these players own the full version of the game and are, and are given no option to bypass the screen, making it unplayable. Dude, that sucks. What the hell? Yep. Yeah. So Blackout was Battle Royale mode uh, included in Black Ops uh, 4, while Blackout's yeah. map does not seem to be returning to Warzone. Um, Blackout itself is not currently part of the uh, Cold War, making it a strange bug to encounter. And yeah. So, um, of course, the way that you fix this is go to your, uh, your games and add-ons for a Cold War and make sure that everything is installed into... Uh, if it continues to reinstall the entire game. But this is fucking funny, because, yeah, this shit happened to me. <clears throat> and you just you just happened to fix it? Like, no problem? No, yeah, like, I, I was... It was like, oh, uh, your, your trial ended. Your something has, has ended. Purchase the full game. And I'm like, I own the full game. What the fuck? So I, I leave the game... <laughs> I double check on all the on all the DLCs, and there was like one DLC that wasn't installed, 
And I was like, ah, okay. So <laughs> I install that DLC and I come back to the game and it's like, hey, congratulations. Welcome back, bud. Where you been? <laughs> like, fuck you. You know, there's that's a, that's been a problem with some games lately. Like, you know, you buy a DLC, but it won't automatically install. Mm -hmm. So you have to like dig into your freaking, uh, you know, your crap in order to like manually install the DLC. It's like, what the hell? No, oh, yeah, and, and it's happening more and more often. Apparently, um, what's it called? Uh, Valhalla had some some issues with some DLC, with some uh, <clears throat> not some DLC, but some updates where it installed the update yep. and crashed the game. Yep, they've been having a lot of problems too, man. But it's Valhalla. What do you want? So let's keep going here. Well, Nintendo upsets Valhalla, not Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo upsets longtime fans after Etika Sp uh, Splatoon melee incidents. What is this? Okay, well, let's take a look at this then, because now I'm curious. With the PS5 and Series X all the rage right now, we're not really talking about Nintendo. That's incorrect. <laughs> but the company is trending today for a few different incidents that are not painting the company in the best light. Really, really, Nintendo doing something shitty. Guys, have you ever heard of such lies? No. No. Never. <laughs> Get fucked. Who the fuck is it? Forbes. Oh my god. Forbes, you've been around long enough to know this shit. So Nintendo's had a complicated relationship with the Diamond fan base over the, year, over the years, and in recent times seems ill-suited for an era of things like fan games, YouTube content, esports, and all manner of evolutions of the industry. Uh, but fans have slammed into yet another series of examples of Nintendo being a prick. And that was an ad lib. <laughs> the first incident has to do with Splatoon 2 North American Open, where Nintendo canceled a live stream when a number of teams involved changed their names in support of Super Smash Brothers. Wow. Um, Good grief. Which has long felt neglected, ignored, or outright foiled by Nintendo over the years, and recently had a tournament killed by them, which triggered the protest. Fuck me. They've been fucking up, dude. Like, Nintendo has been actually, like, been re rebelled against a lot lately. For the last two years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's like they just want to antagonize their fan base. No, they actually don't give a shit. They said they it care. multiple times. Yeah, they don't care, dude. They're making enough money. Uh, Nintendo canceled the live stream entirely when it became clear that it was being used as a protest in some capacity and hasn't made a statement about it publicly. The second issue occurred less than 24 hours later when it was revealed that Nintendo had issued a cease and desist to someone making custom Eticon Joy-Con controller shells meant to honor the late content creator Etika, who died oh, by suicide oh, in 2019. Oh no. The money from the sales was going to a suicide says, oh, prevention. Oh my god, Nintendo. Oh, Wow. Wow. Oof. Nintendo, jeez. Wow. And this is from JTX TV. It's a tweet from the JedFoundation.org in case you want to donate yourself. Uh, I know we're mad, but let's remember what the Etika Joy-Cons symbolized and fought for. They fought for preventing suicide and keeping others alive. Please donate if you can if you can, to the original foundation that was organized for the Etika Joy-Cons. And here he is holding up two Apple products. It's a bit of a fuck you. Dude, that's a Nintendo Switch. No, this is... Uh, that's an Apple product. That's an Apple product. That's an Apple product. Okay, yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. 
So fuck Apple. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is one of those things where technically, sure, maybe Nintendo has the right to go after something like this and stop it from being sold, but everything you can do doesn't mean you should. <laughs> and I kind of agree with that. <laughs> the most popular tw- uh, tweet about the Eticon takedown has amassed over 50,000 likes on Twitter in under 12 hours, including the popular free Melee and free Splatoon tags with a message about how hard it is to continue supporting Nintendo. So here's the original Eticons that were being sold, uh, Joy-Cons from Eticon, because he was uh, more of a Nintendo player. And uh, yeah, this is just bullshit, dude. Like, Nintendo just keeps fucking up, man. And like we've and we've said it on this show, they're bad faith players. Yeah, they are. What were you gonna say, DJ? I don't. I don't. I just don't understand it. It's like, it's like they they don't understand. Like this is all gonna come back and bite them in their ass eventually. You know, it's gonna be the slow burn. Oh boy! The first other console or company that says yes to this, Nintendo's out. I mean, those are some kick-ass Joy-Cons. I'm not lying. I wouldn't mind upset on those. Just to have them, you know? But, yeah, but that's just it. The first company, like, if Xbox or PlayStation uh, says, yeah, come customize our controllers in honor of of, uh, of uh, Eticon, uh, you know, uh, and take all the money, we don't care. First company to do this, Nintendo's out. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, like, what, what, do you, what do you guys stand on that one? I want to yeah, argue, but know. honestly, at this point, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, because I think he, this guy was like a, a Nintendo, um, like a content creator, so mm. I don't know if anybody would want, you know, to like hold up his branding like on another um, gaming platform, because maybe that's not what he wanted, you know? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, if it was me, and, uh, you know, I, I'd say, yeah, they're, they're fucking with my name. Fuck them. Get rid of them. Pretty much. So, let's move on from that, because that really is sad. And uh, really I don't is. like that. And, yeah, Nintendo is a bad faith player. We've called it on the show, and we've called it in our personal lives more than once or twice. Uh, so, this is uh, EA is being sued for altering difficulties, forcing microtransactions in FIFA 21. <laughs> Wow. Really, in this call, come on. Who's really surprised by this? I was surprised it took so long. (laughs) Wait for it. (laughs) Uh, EA and its approach to monetizing games via microtransactions have long been a heated uh, topic of debate between gamers and regulators alike, but now the three players are finally taking a massive developer and publisher to court. Over the scripting in 21, FIFA, um, the suit is being brought against EA by Pranko Lozano, Jason Zajnok, and Daniel Williams. That's a left turn. Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> of the three amigos. <laughs> Anyways. 
Uh, and they claim that the company has employed deceptive practices through specific mechanics known as dynamic difficulty adjustment and adaptive difficulty. These two features manage and change difficulties at certain intervals, which the three argue is used to influence players into buying more team booster packs, cards, better players, so on and so forth. Uh, this triggers a self-perpetuating cycle, the suit claims, leading them to purchase additional player packs in hopes of receiving better players and being more competitive. Julio, Tulio, and Jeff. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Dude? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Marcos, Jesus, and Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyways, um, so EA has responded to the claim, saying that it's a misrepresentation of the of its business model, but a judgment against the popular. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm choking on all the bullshit. <coughs> De- uh, Mustard, take over for a second here. <laughs> EA has responded to the claim, saying it's misrepresentation of its business model, but a judgment against the publisher could have massive repercussions for the industry at large. Many other franchises, such as 2K Games NBA 2K series, also incorporates small, similar mechanics, so players invested in these titles should definitely be on the lookout for the impending lawsuit's ultimate decision. Elsewhere in the world of gaming, Mavics has designed a gaming chair that looks like any other on the market (laughs) and gives a fuck. Oh. Wanted you to know. God damn, trying to swallow that bullshit was. Hey, I, okay literally, there, I literally choked on the word. I literally right, choked buddy? on it. Oh. I actually had to go off mic for a second. Whew. Okay, getting back to this. Fuck EA, sue the shit out of them, and sue 2K2. <laughs> Sue all of them. Take them all to the core. Fuck this bullshit. Fuck this adaptive uh, difficulty bullshit. It's like the matchmaking in in, uh, in Call of Duty. It's like, no, 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 no. And also, I really like the idea that, that EA threw 2K under the bus with this. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. What the yes, fuck? I love that. Like, we're not the only ones. 2K does wait, it. Wait, wait. Uh, They do it. <laughs> They, they do it too. They do it too. Get, <laughs> Sue them too. Get fucked. Get like, absolutely quite, fucked. Quite literally, though, honestly. I'm kind of curious about this chair. Hold on. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, you actually clicked on it. I, I know. Why, it. Did, why would you click on it? It bro? looks like every other fucking gaming chair. Oh, get That's fucked. That's what it said. <laughs> it said it looked un- mean- unlike. It said unlike any other, but it looked just like it. <laughs> Getting the on. Oh no! Super Ben and Lois TV series. No. No. Why? What? Uh, what? You don't like the costume reveal or the fact that they're making a TV series out of it? Yes. <laughs> uh, Arrow yeah. is over. Superman and Lois, Tyler Hodgson's new Arrowverse costume revealed. The Superman Arrow's and Lois. Over party? It's over. It's, it's over. The, the show's done. Is that uh, canceled su- on Twitter? Yeah, pretty much. Why are you echoing so much, Mustard? Uh, I don't. Nothing Nothing I've done has changed at all. Oh, well, you got a lot of echo. I can hear myself talking to myself. It's weird. 
weird. I don't hear anything. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Actually, I hear myself in yours. I do. It's been happening this whole time, but I thought that was normal. No. Whatever. Who cares? It's all, it's all good. <clears throat> Anyways, the CW has revealed Tyler Hodgson's new Superman suit in the upcoming Arrowverse spinoff. Oh, okay. So it's a spinoff. Superman and Lois. Have we had like six of these already? Yeah, the whole the whole CW revolves around Arrow, really. I'm talking about Superman and Lois shows. Haven't we had enough of uh, this? Honestly, we only had one other. Lois yeah. and Clark, the new version of Superman. Lois and Clark, Smallville, fucking... I'm, I'm done oh, with yeah, it. Yeah. Wait, I'm, no, Lois wasn't in Smallville. She might as well have been. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. I don't remember if she was or wasn't. I didn't, I didn't like the fucking show. I, 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 I hate all these bullshit... Superman knockoff things like, and we can't get a decent Superman movie lately. But we got another fucking Superman show. Get fucked. And Krypton, Superman's daddy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and another goddamn show with Krypton. And this is the new suit. It's not <laughs> it looks, Henry Cavill. I don't care. <laughs> it looks just like Henry Cavill's suit. Yeah, it does. It does. It looks exactly like Cavill's suit, just not as good. You know, like big reveal, Henry Cavill. Yeah, they just, they, just, like, like, they just photoshopped Henry Cavill's face out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It might as well be. Holy crap. This is bit, look, I mean, you can even tell. But... You can even tell. Look at, the, look at the feathering on this where somebody had their fingers on the cape to pull it to make it look like it's drifting in the wind. Look, look, look. That's so bad. That's so bad. Uh, Henry Cavill yeah. Ultralight. That's bad. It's a watered-down Cavill. <laughs> right. That's some bad Cavill. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with you, man? Cavill. <laughs> Got some low-quality Cavill. Not, it's like not Henry bro. Cavill was rendered in, like, low settings. <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? dude? That could be a drink, couldn't it? Like, you'll, like, you know, pour me a Cavill. And I'm watching. Don't send me any of that cheap shit. That's <laughs> Superman and Lois shit. Don't get me any of that CW bullshit. Get me the premium <laughs> cavil. I want the hairy chest and everything. Oh my god, dude. Well, so go he, the the actor describes this, or the producer describes this as really badass. Glad you think that yeah, way. Yeah, it really was in Man of Steel. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. That was a really good one, DJ. Fuck yes. Give me an extra life for that. That was good. Hold on, where is it? Uh, uh, <laughs> Jesus, fuck. I don't even know where to go with this. Uh, with the cape attached to the color, it features a more classically comic book look than the more justice style approach uh, that was previously used and also somewhat reminiscent of the DE of Superman's look in DC Rebirth. The texturing also seems to be inspired by the DCEU version of Spider-Man. There's this whole speech that I don't give a fuck about. Um, so the new suit was designed by Laura Jean Shannon and her Super Search team alongside creative character engineering and both harken back to the Superman we all grew up with while ground while grounding him and elevating the suit in a modern er arena with updated techniques and appliances. Okay, so they just saw a picture of Henry Cavill's like, okay, yeah, just do that. All right, done. Pretty off off much. the lunch. Give me, give me somebody that looks like that. 
but not that. <laughs> but smaller. And not as handsome. Or buff. Yeah, okay. Like, this, this, uh, this is the only Superman I can say it looks like I could beat him up. <laughs> really? Come on, really? Come on, really? Mustard, please. I, I wouldn't take him on. Well, no, I mean, I not actually take him on, but I actually look like you could take him on. Yeah, Superman aside, like, if you saw somebody walking down the street looking like this, you'd be like, yeah, I could, I could be to this. Oh, he's just another douchebag, yeah. I expected to wear a V-neck and have a bottle of water with him. <laughs> Smart water or something like that. Yeah, you know. Voss with its glass water bottles. Yeah, uh, yeah seriously, like, you know, you just, just tape some rocks to your face and body. It's like, hey, I'm Doomsday. That's it, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like DJ, come on, really? Does this look like a Superman you could beat up? He, he really does. He he really does. He does. I mean, look at him. He, he looks. He weighs like ninety pounds. Like this is this is bad. We're not body shaming the guy. Don't get us wrong. This guy literally looks like a wimp. Wait, wait, wait. Go back up. Uh, was that actually a, a clip from the show? Oh no. I just wanted to see. I don't think it is. Hold on. Not doing that. Hold on. Just muting that. Uh, Yeah, no, it's not. We're going to get DMCA. Oh, wait. Yeah, in the background, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's just a screenshot. Don't forget DMCA. Yeah, I mean, he well, looks we black. have I mean, uh, we have no disrespect uh, to the actor. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's a pretty good actor. Oh, oh, look, look, look the, there's the clip. There's the clip. So are they trying to make uh, are they trying to make Lois look like the original Lois from the nineteen seventy four? Uh, look, she looks exactly like her, the original Lois. Kind of does. Dude, seriously, hit the weight. I don't know. I mean, how, how, yeah, you know what his his disguise looks his disguise works because you couldn't look at him and be like, yeah, you're a superhero. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I will admit he looks he he. It's a pretty good uh, Clark Kent. It's a very good Clark Kent, but be, only because he looks so weak and me- meager. Yeah, meager. I was trying to find a word that wasn't totally offensive. I ended up on meager. Oh god! Oh, I also started watching some of the some of the Titans that we previewed on here, and it's just bad. It's just really bad. It's just so. It's wait, terrible. okay. Since you watch, I'm curious. What is what is Robin's beef with Superman? He's just, just Superman's an asshole. That's it. Oh, no, no, Superman, Batman. I mean, or Bat- Bats is yeah, same fucking thing. Bats is an asshole. An asshole. That's it. That's it. See, look at that. You couldn't beat that. You couldn't beat that up. No, no. Look, See, look, that, look that at that. Looks like Superman. I would try. Do you want to? Well, you would yeah. try just because it's the only way you could touch him sexually without him seeing you. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> Don't worry about what I want to try to beat up this Superman. You know, oh, you just go on all the insurance benefits. Come on. <laughs> like you couldn't beat this guy up. Look at him. Like I said, I'd try. 
<laughs> Throw on this oil. You get naked. We're doing this. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Like, this other guy. Like, this other guy. Wait, yeah, and after it's all done, why are you covered in milk? Don't worry about Mind it. Mind your business. <laughs> Mind your goddamn business. How about that, motherfucker? <laughs> Look at this. Look at it now. Going from that to that. Going from that to that. I could beat this guy up. I can't beat Henry Cavill up. This is terrible. This is bad Superman. Yeah, and and, 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 and and we're making fun, but and it's like, no, oh, but it's just a TV series, so you know it should be a little lenient. Look, I mean, I'm freaking sorry, but Dean Kane from Lois and Clark, the new version of Superman, looked more the part than this guy. He's like five foot eight. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he's wait, wait, Dean Kane or this, or this guy, Dean Kane, yeah, Dean Kane is short, but he has muscles, so at least you could buy you a Superman with the right angles, yeah, and a jawline. This guy has no jawline, he looks like yeah, exactly. Ed from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I said it, yeah, <laughs> so but, but who knows, he might be a good Superman. We're just saying it from first impressions, it's not, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So let's move on from that because honestly, like I like my Superman, like I like my Henry Cavill's Henry Cavill. Uh, Spider Man Three will reportedly bring back Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire <laughs> and Alfred Molina as Doc Ock for the new movie. That's awesome. I guess they're gonna do like a Into the Spider Verse type of deal. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying, and nobody they're knows. Fuck it up. Nobody well, knows. I mean- it makes sense to bring Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, and oh my god, I will see that day one if I see, like all three Spider Mans. No, they're they're all gonna be in there, but they're just gonna fuck it up. So let's let's uh, let's run yeah. this down. Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst will reportedly reprise their former Spider Man movie roles, according to Collider. Yikes! Uh, the Hollywood Reporter originally broke down the news that Alfred Molina uh, will return into to his role as Doctor Otto Octavius, aka Doc Ock. I'm excited by this. Leave me alone. It's Spider Man yeah, Three. Yeah, no, it was awesome. Starring, like, yeah, Tom yeah, Holland. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, he he was the highlight of Spider Man Two. He was wonderful, wasn't he? He was incredible. I love it. He was the best version of Doc Ock. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Like, somebody who was kind and caring, lost everything, kind of went crazy, and now sees everybody as a, as a potential threat. Yeah, that's what happened with Doc Ock. Exactly. And, and people you know, don't realize, yeah, like, control those arms, that's, that's, that's happened, yeah. yeah, controlling those extra arms, that's mental willpower. It's like, his mind is actually kind of being, like... Fractured. Uh, yeah, fractured by, by being able to control those extra four arms. Yeah. So Collider added in their report that Kirsten Dunst will return as MJ and that Andrew Garfield will be back. They also stated that Maguire will be back if uh, Sony and Marvel can close the deal. I don't think Sony has much of a fucking say right now. They have a say. They still own it. They'd be stupid not to. It's just that uh, Sony just needs to, you know, not be still grabby. Sony, like, Sony, uh, here's the reason I say they don't have much of a fucking choice. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Marvel's just sitting pretty with this giant just accolades and money just shaking it in front of Sony going, say no. Go ahead. See what happens. 
they're they're making the money, so yeah, so yeah, I, I can see that. This yeah. is this is this is the most successful Spider-Man we've ever had on film. This is the most, this is the best played portrayed Spider-Man we've ever had on film on both uh, uh, Peter's side and on Spidey's side. And yeah, I have yet to see anybody who disagrees, except Mustard. But Mustard doesn't want Tom Holland to get hurt. Not at all. <laughs> Can't, can't blame him. Mustard's like, just bring in the stunt doubles for every shot. <laughs> Tom Holland comes out once a day, maybe. <laughs> ah, dude, he can handle himself. He's pretty buff. Have you seen him? Yeah, well, the dude's a former fucking athlete. Yeah. He put a he put a shirt on, standing up, like, standing on his hands for, like, a challenge. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and stuff. And Ryan Reynolds just, like, politely declined. <laughs> he did, yeah. It was, it was gorgeous. It was, he challenged uh, Jake Gyllenhaal... Uh, the guy that played the Joker, what's his name? Do you know who I'm talking about? Sex Cult. Jared Leto. And uh, he challenged also uh, Reynolds. And everybody did it except except Reynolds. Ryan was just like, no. Why? <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> and he just walked off camera. <laughs> uh, okay, so... <laughs> Let's keep going here. Uh, Maguire played Peter Parker. Of course, we know all this. Um, moving on, moving on. And so that's just a bunch of uh, repeating information. Wow, they're actually ranking the Infinity Saga on here. Oh, no. We'll, we'll come back to that. So Jamie Foxx has officially been confirmed by both Sony and Marvel to be playing Electro, just not the blue one. Uh, Melina has appeared on set and has also been. Uh, I don't know. If he, I don't know if he's been confirmed, but a lot of people are like, "Why? Why is this happening? Why is this? What is what is going on here?" And the big reason is is because they announced months ago, I think a year and a half ago, that Doctor Strange is going to play a huge part in Spider-Man's storyline going from here on out, which he does in the comic books, too. And uh, this could be the Multiverse of Madness, uh, the beginning of that. Well, there was one story that comes to mind when it came to Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, but it was like one of those... <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I don't think they could adapt it to the big screen. Yeah, they can. I know which one you're talking about. The Hollow? Yeah. They could what? do it. Mm. I mean, it was the one where uh, Spider-Man gets pissed off in the end and punches out a tree because Doctor Strange wouldn't tell him what the hell was going on even after the uh, danger passed. Oh, that was the other one. Um, yeah. God, Stranger... No, something Tides or Stranger Tides or some shit like that. Yeah, something like that. I mean, that was the one that actually comes Next, to mind. that's a lawsuit. Totally. Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, so <laughs> the comic book we're referring to is called, uh, the hero's hollow in which, uh, Peter wants to give up. And so Dr. Strange shows up and is like, here, let me show you what, it, what the world is like without you. And starts showing him different worlds and realities in which Peter doesn't know he exists or doesn't exist or exists in another form. So that's the hero's hollow, uh, chapter. Yeah. So they could be going with that. I don't know. Hmm. I'm excited, though. Whatever the fuck happens, I'm excited, though. So let's take a look at this. The Infinity Saga ranked. This is going to be stupid. 
Starting from the bottom, number 23, The Incredible Hulk. This is the, uh, this is the, uh, Edward Norton. Edward Norton uh, one. Thank you. I was trying to remember his fucking name. Uh, number 22, Iron Man 2. Wow. Oh, you guys got some fucking ground to make up. Uh, 21, Thor of the Dark World. Yeah, I would have picked that as 24. Uh, 20, Age of Ultron? What? Whoa. 19 Thor 18 Doctor Strange Wow Somebody's getting raided Number 17 Iron Man 3 oh, 16 Ant-Man and the Wasp 15 Captain Marvel Guardians oh. of the Galaxy 2 Ant-Man <laughs> Captain America the First Avenger Iron Man Spider-Man Homecoming Spider-Man Far, Far From Home Black Panther uh, Civil War, the Avengers. I would put that higher. Yeah, Infinity uh, War, Endgame. Why? Wait, Endgame was four. What the hell? Endgame is number four. Ragnarok is number three. Guardians of the Galaxy is number two, and number one is Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Ugh. Uh, whoever made this list. Come see me in my office. Lucille wants to have a word with you. Get serious. What? This is going to be awesome, though. Yeah, Spider-Man is is going to be awesome. Uh, So let's take a look at this. So Extraction is a film on Netflix by the Russo brothers, uh, starring uh, Thor himself, Chris Hemsworth. And the Russo brothers say they want to expand the Netflix film into a cinematic universe. Is that even possible? Well, I mean, he's dead. He died in the movie. Uh, I mean, it's like, what? Yeah, so let's see here. Uh, Russo Brothers have revealed that they are working on a cinematic universe uh, from Netflix's Extraction. In conversation with Collider, the Russos who produced Extraction, uh, Joe writing the scripts, so on and so forth, uh, they have an upcoming sequel and discuss the potential development for future projects in the franchise as they share their plans to create an entire cinematic universe regarding it, exploring some of the characters' stories further. Uh, I will say this, we are working at building out a universe of films that could potentially explore some of the other characters from the first movie and some new characters and see more historical interaction between the characters. So if you're interested in David Harbour's character, who died, you may just get to see him in a future Extraction movie. Uh, in the first film, Harbour portrays Gasper, a former squad mate of Chris Hemsworth, Tyler's Rake. Uh, huh. Yeah, the film ends with both of them supposedly dying. No, I was, what? Harbour is dead. That dude got shot multiple times. I'm pretty sure one went through his head. He did. Did you have an on-screen death? Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> I'll, I'll pull it up. Hold on. Because I'm like 99% sure he got shot in the dome. Hold on, folks. Uh, I don't know, man. Because this is a, this was a. I think this one's it. We're gonna mute this just for copyright purposes. So yeah, they go through all this. Yada yada yada. Oh yeah, he already did it. So rewind this shit. Rewind it further, I guess. Rewind it further, I guess. So there it is. Kid's got the gun. David Harbour drops the... I think that was a table leg. 
And uh, so they're starting to face off. And of course, David Arbor is a huge guy. He's like our size. Chris Hemsworth even bigger than us. Wait for it. That's one, two. Okay, so it's two in the chest. Mm, I don't think he's getting up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> There's no on-screen death, bro. Yeah, he stops breathing in the chair and everything. He rattles it out. Like, because, like, that's, that's kind of, like, the point of this whole fucking movie is, like, uh, Chris Hemsworth's character having to be portrayed by people, in, like, that he knows in this country and everything else. And so, yeah. yeah, like, literally, instead of putting him out of his fucking misery for betraying him, he literally just watches the guy choke to death on his own blood. Yeah, brutal goddamn scene. Come on. Now, the only one I could really say that kind of might not have died was Chris Hemsworth character, but even then, it's like, how the fuck did you survive that? DJ, you seen the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, no, you're not wrong. Which is why I'm saying, like, is that even possible? I mean, the only thing that I, I could think of that could work is, uh, you know, they pull, like, an Evil Dead. You know, how the Evil Dead was just, like, his own movie, and, and 2 is kind of like a uh, a remake or a reboot or whatever. Sort of, yeah. So, that you know, that's the only thing I could think of that, that they might try doing. All right. So, it says here, uh, while the audience never actually witnessed Chris Hemsworth's last breath, he apparently did suffer a fatal injury. Russo explained how telling stories at different points in the timeline could potentially allow them to revisit everything. I mean, that gets really messy. I'm not going to lie. That gets really, really messy. But, I mean, Extraction was a good movie. It was brutal. It was really, really brutal. Should have been theaters. They could just fix it up with every other, you know, like, like every other movie does. Time travel. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's the answer here. He's, he, he's actually Thor, just playing a mercenary. Yeah, it's Thor. This this is what Thor does when he's bored. <laughs> he becomes a human being. Just or he needs local currency. Oh man! So yeah, that's awesome. I I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, moving on from that, KFC is making a lifetime movie starring Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders. Yes, this is real. Mustard, are you ready for this? He's eating. Of course he's eating on stream uh, while we're recording. So if all of you were wishing for a holiday season with an origin story for KFC's Colonel Sanders, you're in luck. Lifetime just announced a mini-movie titled The Recipe for Seduction. Starring Is it literally Mar- just a movie about Colonel Sanders? Like, literally? Yes. Wow. Like, wh- <laughs> for what? Well, I mean, Mario Lopez is awesome. But... Why? <laughs> <laughs> Mario Lopez starts as a younger uh, Colonel Sanders, and that's it. Look at that. This is weird. <laughs> that that debuts while we're recording hey, this. This is debuting this is, today. This is just weird. 
Jay Sanders, man, like, you've been working out in your old age. Uh, he ain't fucking around, man. He eats chicken all day. <laughs> yeah, holy uh, shit, you know? <laughs> Did you break a chicken? <laughs> yes. A subsequent trailer was... Oh, they have a trailer. We got to see the trailer. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> We're watching the trailer. Oh, my gosh. Like, you know, in a world where chickens was running <laughs> rampant, one man comes... A Lifetime original mini-movie. You don't answer my proposal, and now you're not answering my call. I think I'm falling for the new chef. Oh, my God. Jessica is falling for... Dude, this seems cook. fake. It's real. Jessica. It's a real movie. He has a secret recipe that's going to change the world. Harlan claims to have some secret recipe. A secret recipe? <laughs> Spare me. Hey, that black guy was like, secret recipe? Bruh, this seems fake, dude. Like, I'm not getting... Still be more long weekends in your... Dude, it's lifetime. Mom, I have to tell you something. We have a problem. Secrets out, chicken man. I'll take care of this. This shit! Just kill him already! Give me the recipe, you son of a bitch! The new chef. Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders in a recipe what? for seduction. Premieres December 13th at noon, only on Lifetime. I'm watching it. I'm Presented watching by it. Kentucky Fried Chicken. What the fuck Seriously, is going Give me that on? recipe, you son of a bitch. I live in a simulation. <laughs> live in the Matrix, man. What the See, hell man? did I just watch? <laughs> Tied him up in a freaking butcher's knife. <laughs> Just kill him already! <laughs> I gotta kill fucking tears, man. Alright? <laughs> Yo, this, I... like I said, this is one of those parry mo movie trailers, you know, where it's like everything's like over the top uh, action over something like really stupid. Yeah, but this is real. Bro, but this is real. This reminds me of a fucking SNL skit. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a fake SNL uh like like a uh, movie trailer, but this is real. Oh no. All right, we all got to watch this and report back next week. <laughs> we're all watching this. We're all coming back next week and report we're, okay, we're fine, talking I'll about watch it. it. It seems pretty stupid. I'll watch it. Oh please. Oh, what, what 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 else so do you do with your time besides watch stupid shit? Anyways, um <laughs> Jesus Christ. Last year, the company made an anime-style dating simulator on Steam titled I Love You, Colonel Sanders that allowed players to romance the colonel himself. And there it is. Holy crap. Okay, KFC needs to fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, straight up. Oh, no. KFC, stop. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dude, stop. Holy crap. Uh, bro. What the fuck are we looking at right now, dude? So JoJo help with the freaking recipe? What the Okay, apparently Sanders' history, uh, Sanders history is a lot more complicated than I originally believed. That's how you make mashed potatoes. I, I just, I just got Jesse. He's trying so hard not to laugh, but I heard him. Trying, but jeez, like. 
This whole the whole absurdity of this. Just imagine, just him in the kitchen, <laughs> the big pile of potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Hey, one thing though, you won't find lumps <laughs> in those mashed potatoes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm right, we're going you. full weave here. We're going full weave here, and I'm losing it. Earlier, earlier this year, KFC opened an island in Animal Crossing. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah, we saw that, yeah. Very oh, impressive, really. It was. It was gorgeous. And let's not forget the fried chicken scented fire log. The release. What? No. Dude, you didn't see that? No. Oh. Yeah, it's a fire log for you to cook your food on, yeah. No, it just smells like fried chicken. No, and you can cook. Oh, wait. Can you cook with no. those? You can cook with those. No, you can't. I mean, it's fire, so yeah, you can cook with it, but. But a fire log that just smells like fried chicken. <laughs> what? And it's, oh, it's $18. At Do Walmart, they still have this? It's $9! And they have it in stock right next to me. Uh, on sale for nine uh, for ten. I gotta, oh, I gotta go. I gotta. I'm gonna uh, back, guys. Wait, wait, hey, hey, get back here! We can fucking, we can let him go, and he can report back. Hey, hey, fine, fine, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah fine, yeah, get fine. Get back here. Fine. I was, you, I was gonna ask you to light it in your fucking backyard when you got back. Hell yeah, dude. Does it smell like chicken? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, that's it, mustard. You gotta play this on stream. DJ, back me up on this. Yeah, come on, Mustard. You gotta do it. Dude, I don't want to date Colonel Sanders. <laughs> hey, such as Colonel Sanders. I never thought I'd have to say that sentence in my life. <laughs> but, but here I am saying the words. Dude, I don't want to date, don't Colonel, date Sanders. Colonel Sanders. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Man, some days you think your life is just <laughs> fucking turned the fuck around, man. Oh my god. I'm moving on. Just when you think you've seen it, heard it all. Just when a combination of, of words comes it all. together, you never thought you'd say it. Oh god, okay. <laughs> mm, okay, so Dune's production company may take legal action over HBO Max deal. Legendary Entertainment funded a significant portion of both films, and they might be suing Warner Brothers over their just fuck it, put it all on the internet attitude. Didn't so, wake up today thinking I'd say the words. Don't dude, want I don't want to date Colonel Sanders. <laughs> just didn't think I'd wake up today. You know, I whatever. All right, so Dune. What do you mean they're they're suing him? So, dude, you're going to have to do it. DJ and I already voted. You're doing it. Uh, Legendary Entertainment, the production company behind the company uh, upcoming Doom and Godzilla vs. Kong. Huh? Is it on Steam? Yeah, yeah, it's free. Is seeking legal action against Warner Brothers after the recent announcement that it will be it will be releasing its upcoming slate of films on HBO Max as well as theaters, as reported by Variety. Legendary is preparing a possible legal case after it was kept out of the discussion. Dude, I got bad fucking news for you. That's what happens when you sell the rights to distribute your movies. 
We've talked about that on this show. Like, if you if you don't have your distribution set down, they can do whatever the fuck they want. You have zero shit to do about it. Well, serving as the what are you gonna say? Oh, I what I, heard, I wasn't gonna say anything. I, was I thought I heard one of you guys gearing up to be like, "What?" <laughs> uh, serving no, as no, a no, production no. company, Legendary financed a significant amount of both Dune and Godzilla versus Kong, uh, with both movies allegedly costing 175 and 160 million, uh, respectively, to make Legendary reportedly footing a large portion of those bills. Unfortunately, it didn't have much of a say in how the films would be released. Nobody does when you sell your distribution rights. Nobody does. It's up to them. Hey, you know what? You know this is hubris. This is hubris. Really up to the highest bidder, though, right? Yeah, but that's just it. This is hubris, DJ. Remember, we covered with uh, with the show with Zach Galloway that Netflix had put in a bid and Warner Brothers blocked them and outbid them. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and so now look good. what happened. Get get digital anyway, just on another platform. Yep. Uh, since Warner Brothers and Legendary have worked together over the years, Legendary is hoping the two can come to an agreement uh, or pen a more lucrative deal since the films are expecting to forego a substantial amount of box office revenue with the option of in-home streaming. One option that Legendary may allegedly pursue is having Warner Brothers purchase both the films outright. Ooh, nope, not going to happen. Uh, Legendary isn't the only company upset. Uh, AMC says that uh, they're concerned about effectively bypassing movie theaters and how it might kill the industry. Uh, director uh, Denis Villanueva. Vill- Villanueva? Villanueva? Mustard? Help me out. Via, uh, yeah, Villanueva? Vien- 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 Villanueva. 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 <laughs> Villanueva. Yeah, who gives a shit? Just call him V. Dennis V is similarly frustrated by the move as he prefers blockbusters to be viewed on the big screen as opposed to inconsistent home theater setups, according to the sources. I agree, depending on the movie. Villanueva? Depending on the movie. <laughs> depending on the movie. I'll, I'll absolutely... Anyway, focus. I'll focus. Agree. I'll agree 100% with that because when we were kids, we had gotten a copy of um, Password <clears throat> Password Swordfish. And one of the, in the first scenes, the like it was okay. It was a grainy copy. It was a bullshit copy. And in the first scene, the claymore goes off and you see like the whole camera rotating around. You see all the ball bearings, right? Well, the second it happened, the parent that we were watching it with was like, fuck this, shut it down. We're going to go watch this bitch in the theater. <laughs> and we did. Nice. So, yeah. And I've got Dave Batista, Do, uh, Leto Atarius, Stone Skarsgård. All this? Oh, oh, the characters. Dude, look at this. Look at the eyes. Look at the eyes. Yeah, we, you see past the glare. Film Levy. Look at, the, look at the blue. That's so cool how they're making the blue eyes glow this time. That looks wicked. 
And of course, Dune is awesome, also awesome because it's a, it's a what's his name's favorite book from the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> Dave. Dave, yeah. <laughs> Daddy, then moving on. If it seems we're a little out of energy, it's because we're recording earlier than usual, and these guys are back on their bullshit. So, uh, we have Again? repeated this number shit? one. This isn't a new number one. Oh my God, Mariah! Oh, she's there. Number two, she's there. <laughs> Yo, what, what was she last week? She was three. Fourteen. No way. Look, yeah, there it says. Last week, fourteen, last and she week, jumped four. straight to two. <laughs> Yo, I heard it playing yesterday. <laughs> yeah, until yeah. Dead Man, dude. I was like, we got a twenty three nineteen. <laughs> we got a twenty three nineteen. <laughs> Fucking Mariah's playing in my living room, bro. I left. <laughs> I left. Not doing it. <laughs> uh, so, Mood by Twenty Four Karat Golden featuring Ian Dior is back up to number one. We already heard it. We're not gonna hear it again. Mariah yep. is at number two. Thank She's you. knocking at that door. Oh, yeah, she's ready to make that money once again. Oh, she's God. waking up, checking her bank account. <laughs> Positions by Ariana Grande, number three. Rocking around the Christmas tree, number four, from Brenda Lee. Dakiti, what the fuck, by Bad Bunny and Jay Cortez. Is that who I think it is, the Bad Bunny? Is that the Catch Me Outside bitch? Uh, I don't know. And I'm not calling no, her a bitch because that's... of her gender. I'm calling her a bitch because she's a cunt. Hit um, I, I don't think so. I'm not sure. Might be. Uh, oh, no, no, no. She's like Bad Barbie or some bullshit like that. Uh, laugh Now, Cry Later. Drake featuring Little Dirk, number six. Number seven, Holy by Bieber and Chance. Uh, I Hope by Gabby Barrett featuring Pruth. Pruth? Pruth? I thought he was fucking up. Uh, Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms is number nine. And Dynamite by BTS has been unseated to number ten. Oh man, Blinding Lights finally left the top ten. That sucks. Finally, that sucks. he's number eleven. Dude, he's been complaining so much since the Grammy. He has a right to be. He has, <laughs> he has a right. St- he has not stopped, dude. He Fuck has a right. Grammys. Yeah, he has a right to. Wasn't even nominated. That sucks. Yeah, he has a right to. Uh, so let's move on from that. Harold. Harold. Hmm. Yeah. Are they going for a pun? Is this a Heralded? pun? This better not be a pun. Somebody's dead. Oh, yeah, dude. They're punning. Heralded. Ambient composer Harold Budd. Dead at 84. <laughs> That's a pun as fuck. That's a pun. That's a pun. Fuck you, Rolling Stone. Fuck you, pal. John Blistain. A musician known for his minimalist works and collaborations with Brian Eno and the Cocteau Twins, Robin Guthrie succumbs to... Huh, Modella complications. And that's it. He didn't look that old either. Look at him. So, Harold Budd, the acclaimed composer for his minimalist works, yada yada, he died uh, 80, at 84. Stephen uh, Takaki, Budd's manager, confirmed his death, adding that the cause of death was complications due to the Rona. A lot to digest. Uh, shared uh, he shared a lot with Harold since we were young, uh, since he was sick. They shared a lot with Harold for the last thirty-five years. Period. Feeling empty, shattered, lost, and unprepared for this, his last words to me were "Adios, amigo." There, oh, they always were. Uh, he felt a very large Harold Bud-shaped hole whenever uh, we returned. His last words to him were "Adios, amigo." 
Wow. Uh, well, Bud, Bud began his musician. Not familiar with the work, but it, that sucks. It does. Uh, that's what we're about to go through. Uh, his life as a drummer and early musician education playing in music theory at the LA Community College, uh, playing drums in, a, in an army band, and eventually studying under uh, Schoenberg protege Gerald Strange at Cal State Northridge. Early breakthrough in Bud's orchestral pieces, Rothko, named for and inspired by the painter Mark Rothko, as soon Bud was Bud was part of an influential group of composers that included Terry Riley, John Cage, and Morton Feldman. Oh, DJ, you know who Morton Feldman is. Hey. You broke up, what? Yeah, 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 I know I know who that is. Um, <clears throat> so like many of his peers, Bud had, an, Bud had an interest in more meditative forms of music, and some of his pieces from the late 60s incorporated visual art elements like Magnus, Colorado, where the instructions called for a very soft-colored light to flood the performance area. Eventually, Bud began focusing on minimalism rather than honing on pattern music a la Steve Reich. Uh, he found inspiration in the music from the medieval and renaissance uh, eras. So, it looks like he had a very unorthodox music, but he was apparently a, a, a huge a huge composer. Look at this. This is a lot, man. Yeah. Yep. This is All a, of the ones in the background. Man. That Rest is, in peace, man. That sucks. Goodbye, Harold Bud. So long and good night. You have our respect. And we wish you didn't have to go. Moving on from that. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, chill. <laughs> All right, so the White Stripes reveal two classic Get Behind Me Scene era live performances. <laughs> they capture the band at the most experimental chapter of their career. But do they really? I mean... <laughs> uh, go ahead, uh, Mustard. These are, your fo these are your guys. My guys? You're the one that fucking introduced everybody to them. <laughs> I know. <Back laughs> yeah, what? yeah, you did. Oh... Uh, well, Go ahead, you, go ahead, Monster. Stripes just released a greatest hits album. Sit next to your microphone. Oh. The White Stripes just released a greatest hits album, delighting fans with the trackless crossword puzzle and videos for classics, including "Let's Shake Hands" and "Apple Blossom." The band, which broke up in 2011, also unveiled a series of never-before-seen live performances from their archives, including a powerful "Ball and Biscuit" from Tokyo in 2003. Now they're releasing two live performances from their Get Behind Me Satan era, My Doorbell and Dead Leaves in the Dirty Ground, recorded in September 2005 as a live at VH1 session in support of the release. Dead Leaves in the Dirty Ground? That, that wasn't their first album. <coughs> yeah, my blood cells, huh? Uh, the performance captures the band at the most experimental chapter of their career during my doorbell. Mike, Meg White bangs a tambourine next to uh, Jack White as he gives a soulful vocal performance, switching between the Steinway and Distorted Roads. Det leaves from White Blood Cells, finds him switching between his airline guitar and the piano, unlike the studio version, which uh, makes the song's loud moments even more powerful. When they taped the performance in 2005, the band had just released Get Behind Me Satan, uh, which had them shaking up their sound by incorporating dubs and instruments like the marimba and the egg shakers and pianos and all sorts of crazy shit. 
So, I mean, this is really cool, but I mean, I don't think this is anything we haven't heard from them. I mean, not not to be yeah. like a dick or facetious or anything, but really, I mean, if you've seen them live, you've seen every performance. I mean, right, Mustard? Pretty much, yeah. That's that's true, yeah. DJ, what do you think about this whole thing? Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. I mean, you've seen them once, you've pretty much seen them. This is disappointing. I thought it was going to be like they got back together and they're doing some cool shit, but nope. Just two more songs. That's disappointing. They they do hate each other really bad. They made really good music, though. Yeah. Hey, what? Went from married couple to absolutely hating each other's guts. Uh, It was always a rocky relationship. Like, apparently they both got issues and, like, Mm. them being together and making music was kind of like a compromise between them. But, uh, yeah, no, they hated each other. It was bad. So ACDC take another trip down the highway to hell in Demon Fire. A new video from them. After 40 years, uh, after Highway to Hell, they take another deadly trip. And a new animated video for Demon Fire. The latest single off the Rockers' last album, from what I understand, Power Up. So uh, it apparently appeared premiered in the game Fortnite. <laughs> And that's all I want to read about that. So, guys, let's take a look at this. <laughs> he loves to drive him crazy with a zeal lips. Great guns are blazing. My deadly trip. He did what I couldn't do. Like a devil on a deadline. Gonna send you down. See that this is for Matt.
that was uh, pretty fucking awesome. I could have lived my whole life without saying that. <clears throat> no, no, no. Honestly, I'm glad. Like, for somebody who's been screaming, Rock is dead, I didn't mind that. That was actually really refreshing. Uh, DJ, what did you think, man? It's pretty good hearing ACDC again and getting some proper rock. Yeah, some actual proper but, fucking rock and roll, yeah. The video, it's so... Yeah, I mean, I get what they're going for, but it was just it, it didn't do it for me. But I did enjoy the song, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I I could I could literally feel the absence of Malcolm Young. Like, is that yeah. weird? Like, I could feel it. No, no, you know, it's not weird. I mean, I, it just felt like something was missing. Yeah, and... yeah, that's so strange. Uh, it looks like Robert Robert Johnson is back to singing uh, for, or Brian Johnson is back to singing for. Uh, That's good for them because that did. I, I think Axl Rose did one stint for a couple of months in 2016, and apparently, yeah, they were just like, "Get the fuck out." <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I heard. I had heard about that. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad Axl Rose's voice is really fucked up now. So. He's just Dude. really bad. And he blames it all on performances. Have we seen one? He looks he looks bad. He does. He looks horrible. He looks rough. But yeah, this was all caught uh, up to him. This was really good. Honestly. I, I like Brian Johnson and uh, I am sad that Malcolm did die. That does suck. Uh, he he lost a bout with dementia and uh, complications. But for somebody, yeah, and, I, and I'll say it again. For somebody who's been screaming, Rock is dead, this is a nice little booster shot. All right. There's still hope left. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> okay, then. Dang. I'm sorry, guys. Just because a bunch of guys in their 60s threw together some chords and shit doesn't mean Rock is revived all of a sudden. <laughs> no. uh, we're not saying Please. it's revived. We're not saying fucking fly the <laughs> What, DJ? What? Bro, tell me I'm wrong, bro. <laughs> hey, man. Jesus, just pull the plug and be done with it, I guess. Literally. Well, we're not saying fucking fly the banners, ring the bells, rock his back. No, we're just saying that, oh, look. <laughs> hey, look, this is, this is nice. Yeah. I, I like this. <laughs> there's, there's one more slice of pizza in the box. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't eat all the chicken nuggets. There's one chicken nuggy left. Like, that's all we're saying, nice. dude. We're not saying it's a whole new meal. No, we're going. Okay. <laughs> we're like. That makes sense, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something... Guys I just hope you guys didn't get too excited, you know? <laughs> no, no, that's not yeah, it at all. We will. We will. You'll make sure to squash that quick. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Excitement. DJ, take it out to the backyard and shoot it. Can't have that with mustard around. Hey, it's not my fault that the ACDC literally, like, just. No, I don't know. I, I, it, but it is. It is your fault. Because fuck you. I, all right. All right. Because <laughs> you're fucking punk grunge scene killed rock and roll. How do you like that? What? Yeah, that's it's right. I said it. Start wrapping this bitch up, DJ. Grunge then tried to destroy the metal. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 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 okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, 
If you wish to support, if you wish to support us, we have a Patreon available at patreon.com forward slash VT Network. You can you can help us out directly. Help Come us out on, directly. DJ, read it like they're giving us money, brother. Come read on, it like dude. your paycheck depends on it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, VT Network proudly brings to you its Patreon, where you can give us money. That's right, your hard-working money, you can just throw it away or throw it at us. We really don't care. Well, we right do care us. as long as you throw it at us. At and us. if you just throw it away, don't worry, we'll go through your trash in order to get that money. One and of us will. Things. Yeah, one of us will. Dead man. So anyway, <laughs> at, at patreon.com forward slash VT Network, you, you can... Know how to help us directly, and for that, we will. T- I will tell you how. For just one dollar a month, you'll have the first blood package, which you'll have the name of your choosing in the credits of every episode. So, if you want to be a producer legally, just one dollar per month, make that look good on your mes- resume. Bam, you can do that legally. Yeah. But of course, that's not enough money for you to throw at us. You'll be up- for just three dollars a month. You'll be upgraded to the UAV tier, which you'll have the previous perk as well as access to the post show that releases every Wednesday, as well as uh, Mustard's Music Minute. And if you're really but of bald, course, that's not enough money for you to throw at us. For just five dollars per month, you'll have the highest tier of all, and that's the airstrike tier, which you'll have access to all previous perks as well as the monthly movie roast. You'll get your name read out loud at the end of every episode. You'll get a sticker each month and a giveaway every three months. For everyone who has already has already supported us, this is actually greatly appreciated. If you're not supporting us, please do if you can. Even if it's just one dollar a month, that's one dollar greatly appreciated. Remember, that's patreon.com forward slash VT Network. Yeah. Soul's making me work for my money. What the hell? Let me swing this back around. And Mustard's Music Minute has officially been discontinued. Uh, in case anybody's looking for that change or that change is going to happen and you're wondering what happened, Mustard's Music Minute is going to be replaced by a minute with DJ uh, where he can rant. He's going to rant. And tell you about whatever the fuck he wants to for one minute. And that's going to be released on our Patreon tiers, 3 and $5. So look forward yeah. to that happening. Yeah, might be longer. Might be shorter. We Who don't knows? know. <laughs> but, don't, but don't listen to it anyway because it'll be nice and boring. Yeah, whatever. Boring is yeah. fine. So for those of you who uh, want to just rock our shit... Our merch is on sale, vtnetwork.redbubble.com. And we have a brand new design, the Christmas design, or the VTN must design, which was a huge fucking hit. Thank you, DJ, for that. It was awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. And um, we're I'm, I'm really proud of it. It comes on so much stuff. Order now. I think they're still doing pre-Christmas shipping, so you can get that. Uh, they have stickers. They have water bottles. They have T-shirts. Pillows, gotta mention the pillows, or DJ pumps, or DJ punches a disabled puppy, and we don't want that. Graphic t-shirts, hoodies, uh, tank tops, addresses, you name it, we fucking got it. We got blankets so you can sleep with us. We got COVID masks so you can rep us on your face. Yeah. And it's all available for a very, I mean, these are relatively good prices, I'm, I think so. Uh, for, uh, you know, customized merch and stuff like that. So go to vtnetwork.redbubble.com to get your merch and support us. We really don't care about the money. We just want you guys to be cool with our shit. So 
Once again, vtnetwork.redbubble.com. If the prices are too high, let us know. Uh, doing that, though, Mustard, tell them about the socials. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram all have vtnetwork number two. The email, vtnetwork84 at gmail.com. We have everything. We post links to our show. We post memes on the Insta that Dead Man makes. Most of them. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty fire. Pretty fire. And uh, yeah, just you know, we we have a couple of interactions here and there. So if you do decide to hit us up, we will you know reply within a timely matter. So yeah, hit us up on social media. You stream, moron. Oh yeah, I stream on Twitch uh, dot Twitch TV forward slash Colonel Mustard. The first L being an I. Um, yeah, are we playing a lot of Doom? Um, a lot of COD, zombies, stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty variety. Pretty, lots of variety. Lots of variety on the stream. Yep. And with that said, I want to thank the Patreons for this month, which is Lofus, hi baby, the Grave Robber, the Raging Caucasian, Miss Faith, Cheyenne, Carol, Anthony, and Sherry Finks. Thank you guys so, so much. I'm, I, from what I understand, you guys got your stickers already, and I'm glad because uh, it took a lot to, to get them out. My local post office is kind of filled with morons. But I also want to thank Paul Schroyer and the Magic Squirrel Network for keeping us on and keeping us going. Thank you to everybody who shares, who comments, who likes, who listens. Thank you guys so, so much. I'm also going to be, uh, I might be involved with Criminally, Criminally Mental Podcast starring Zach Galloway and Cody. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Go ahead and search them. It's actually a really fun show. Their first show just came out a little while ago and I was on it. So there's that. With all that said and done, though, we're going to go ahead and head to the post show. Say goodnight, DJ. Goodnight, DJ.